Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good evening. Good day. Good week. Good month. Uh, welcome to the Mystic Show. Yes, it's uh, 7 a.m. here in northern New Jersey. And, uh, and yeah, we broadcast the show every weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And this is the Mystic Show. And you are a mystic in training. Yes, if you're hearing this, you're a mystic in training. And uh, this is the show where we talk about mindfulness, um, character, integrity, and a lot of spirituality and a lot of personal development. I, um, I've been meditating for several years with a system that is, it's a spiritual system, but it also encourages, you know, personal development. And personally, I've found that when a human being combines these two endeavors, which are in a way they're the same, but in a way they're different, uh, one being a spiritual endeavor, spiritual growth, and and uh, and that part of it, and then you have the personal development part of it, which is the, your character, right? Your behavior. So one seems more otherworldly, one seems more earthly, and human. And uh, anyway, that balance and that you know, the synergy between those two endeavors is is what really changes our lives, right? So it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday, December 6th. Wow. And um, our website, I'll just give it real quick, themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net. And you can find our phone number and our Skype handle. And yes, that means you can call us live. And you'll also find all of our archived episodes. Um and some other interesting things <laughs> on the website and links to our social media, etc. Um, that's a great way to comment on shows and stuff too, on our website and our social media. Um, so you, you're listening. It's Friday morning. Of course, a lot of people will be listening to this as a podcast. But um, we're about to go into the weekend. We actually have a Pause Your Life um, meet up tonight, which is cool. Um, and, uh, and yeah, pauseyourlife.org. I don't know if you've been to that website yet. Pauseyourlife.org. Very cool website. Um, meetups and retreats and daily emails. So I was looking at our book, right? Remember the book we're reading from? Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Wren. That's right. See, yesterday was great. We had a guest in studio. I'd like to thank uh, Karen Flaherty again for coming in and talking about human design. That was a really nice uh, conversation, right? A lot of aspects, a lot of learning, a lot of interesting things, a lot of things to reflect on. And, um, and in the show post as well for yesterday, I put links to a book that Karen recommends, and also a link to how you can get your free um, human design chart. She'll chart out everything for you for free. You just have to click on that link. Um, again, that's in the, sh- the post from yesterday's show, which was December 5th yesterday. Today's the 6th. And we've been reading from this book, Your Invisible Power. This is a great one. It's all about visualizing and manifesting. And... Um, of course, she talks a lot about money and things and houses and wives and husbands and stuff. But but it's we can just as uh, easily visualize, you know, spiritual conditions or spiritual goals or character goals. You know, what kind of person do you want to be? What what elements of your character would you like to just release forever? And bid farewell. <laughs> so that's the uh, that's the value of this book. I read it years ago, and I've read it a few times. It's really wonderful. Um, so we've been we're about halfway through, not even halfway through, 
And um, the last section we read was called Operation of Your Mental Picture. And today, the section is called Expressions from Beginners. And this is just going to give, she's going to give a few examples of uh, people who have manifested in their lives. Just some examples of what they did and a little bit of how it happened. Very interesting. So let's go ahead and get started. Again, it's from the book Your Invisible Power by Genevieve Berend, published in 1921. And this passage is called Expressions from Beginners. Hundreds of persons have realized that visualizing is an Aladdin's lamp to him with a mighty will. General Folk says that his feelings were so outraged during the Franco-Prussian War in 1870 that he visualized himself leading a French army against the Germans to victory. He said he made his picture, smoked his pipe, and waited. This is one result of visualizing we are all familiar with. A famous actress wrote a long article in one of the leading Sunday papers last winter describing how she rid herself of excessive body fat and weight by seeing her figure constantly as she wished to be. A very interesting letter came to me from a doctor's wife while I was lecturing in New York. She began with the hope that I would never discontinue my lectures on visualization, making humanity realize the wonderful fact that they possess the method of liberation within themselves. Relating her own experience, she said that she had been born on the east side of New York in the poorest quarter. From earliest girlhood, she had cherished a dream of marrying a physician someday. This dream gradually formed a stationary mental picture. The first position she obtained was in the capacity of a nursemaid in a physician's family. Leaving this place, she entered the family of another doctor. The wife of her employer died, and in time, the doctor married her, the result of her long-pictured yearning. After that, both she and her husband conceived the idea of owning a fruit farm in the South. They formed a mental picture of the idea and put their faith in its eventual fulfillment. The letter she sent me came from their fruit farm in the South. It was while at the farm that the doctor's wife wrote me. Her second mental picture had seen the light of materialization. Many letters of similar nature come to me every day. The following is a case that was printed in the New York Herald last May. Atlantic City, May 5th. She was an old woman, and when she was arraigned before Judge Clarence Goldenberg in the police court today, she was so weak and tired, she could hardly stand. The judge asked the court attendant what she was charged with. Stealing a bottle of milk, Your Honor, reported the officer. She took it from the doorstep of a downtown cottage before daybreak this morning. Why did you do that? Judge Goldenberg asked her. I was hungry, the old woman said. I didn't have a cent in the world and no way to get anything to eat except to steal it. I didn't think anybody would mind if I took a bottle of milk. What's your name? asked the judge. Weinberg, said the old woman. Elizabeth Weinberg. Judge Goldenberg asked her a few questions about herself. 
Then he said, Well, you're not very wealthy now, but you're no longer poor. I've been searching for you for months. I've got $500 belonging to you from the estate of a relative. I am the executor of the estate. Judge Goldenberg paid the woman's fine out of his own pocket and then escorted her into his office where he turned her legacy over to her and sent a policeman out to find her a lodging place. I learned later that this little woman had been desiring and mentally picturing $500, while all the time ignorant of how it could possibly come to her. But she kept her vision and strengthened it with her faith. In a recent issue of Good Housekeeping, there was an article by Addington Bruce entitled, Stiffening Your Mental Backbone. It is very instructive and would benefit anyone to read it. He says, in part, Form the habit of devoting a few moments every day to thinking about your work at large in a large, broad, imaginative way as a vital necessity to yourself and a useful service to society. Huntington, the great railway magnate, before he started building his road from coast to coast, said that he took hundreds of trips all along the line before there was a rail laid. It is said that he would sit for hours with a map of the United States before him and mentally travel from coast to coast, just as we do now over his fulfilled mental picture. It would be possible to call your attention to hundreds of similar cases. The best method of picturing to yourself that which you may desire is both simple and enjoyable. If you once understand the principle back of it well enough to believe it. First and above everything else, be sure of what it is you really want. Then, specialize your desire along these lines. And that's the end of that little passage. Uh, we'll just take a quick break here on The Mystic Show. Welcome back to the Mystic Show, and thank you to the uh, the Lost in Translation movie soundtrack for that little piece of music. In fact, I have like a whole bunch of little musical interludes from that movie uh, that I'll be playing from time to time. Um, yeah, Lost in Translation. So welcome to the Mystic Show. Our website is themysticshow.net. 
themysticshow.net. You can find all kinds of great information there. Phone numbers, Skype handles, links, previous shows. And this was a really nice, I, I mean, it was a nice passage we just read. A few examples um, of people who, who had manifested things in their lives. And, you know, I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you've, I'm sure this has happened to you, you know, things like this. Um, in terms of things manifesting that you didn't quite expect to manifest, but you you were kind of thinking about. Maybe not $500 coming into your hand, but maybe other little things that might seem like coincidence, but are probably not, right? It's, well, I had a few experiences yesterday like that. And um, luckily, I was aware. I, I, I can't tell the whole story yet because it's still unfolding. But um, I had an issue in one place, and then I met a new person in another place. And I think, you know, the universe is sending me help, <laughs> basically. Um, well, anyhow, I, I especially like what she says at the very end. And this kind of goes to the, the crux of visualization and the will right we talked a lot about the will as well um she says the best method of picturing to yourself that which you may desire is both simple and enjoyable um if you and here's the part i really like if you once understand the principle back of it well enough to believe it so, right, that's what this whole book is really about. She's describing this principle of visualizing and manifesting. It's a, it's, a, it's a much deeper principle than just, oh, I need some more money, I want money, you know, kind of thing. I mean, this is going to the core of you as a human being. A creative being with an intellect, with an imagination, with a um, a will, and with a center, right? She keeps saying, your, your mind is a center of divine operation. And you're, you are one small mind inside the big mind of God, you know? And the same principle that God used to create the whole universe, you can use to create things. Really, whatever you desire greatly. And so, once you understand that principle, right, then it's easy to believe. Then you just believe it because you understand it. Again, it's the difference between faith and blind faith. Blind faith doesn't really work. We talked about that. <laughs> it works for a very, very short time, and then that's it. Um, but if you understand the principles then you get it, right? You're, you're Basically, you're on a higher level of awareness. Think of it that way, right? If you understand higher principles, you're on a higher level of awareness. And, and you have more uh, control and power over your life and your, your faculties, right? Because our mind, well, I teach in seminars too, that we have six mental muscles. And... Those are our tools to create things in our lives. And some people have weak mental muscles. Some people have very strong mental muscles. Um, but they're just tools and techniques to help us create the reality we want to create in our lives, right? So that's a good... Uh, I was going to read the next section as well, but um, I think we'll hold off on that. Yeah, because the next... The next couple we can probably read together. So this is a, a very good book. I wanted to quickly talk about, well, not quickly. I mean, we have a few minutes before um, we get our guest on the line here. And I'm sure you know who that is already on a Friday, second half of the show. Of course, it's Mystic Maria. Mystic Maria. She's a member of Pause Your Life as well. She... She's a certified Dale Carnegie instructor, and she's she has buckets of wisdom 
to share with us every week almost. So, and we love that. So I wanted to bring up this topic. What do you think about this topic? Um, meditating on questions to get answers from inside yourself. All right, think about that. Have you ever talked to someone and you have questions? You know, you're asking for advice. You know, what should I do about this? What should I do about that? And then, you know, someone says, well, meditate on that. You know, even Yoda in the Star Wars movies, when people ask him a question and he doesn't know the answer, he says, oh, I shall meditate upon that. So, right, you've, I'm sure you've heard that before. And I don't know if you've ever done it. But the whole idea is that um, all knowledge is already inside of us. And meaning it, it's, it's available to us in a way. Uh, because the higher, our higher self or our higher mind, whatever you want to call it, we're not really conscious of that because it's so much higher, right? But it's still a part of you. And that's the part that's connected to the universe as a whole, right? So if we meditate with the idea of a question and basically putting the question to the universe and saying, here's the question, actually, that's it. You don't even really ask for an answer. Um, you could, but again, you're trying to force the universe. You're saying, okay, universe, give me the answer right now. And, you know, the universe, well, just laughs, you know. In fact, my one friend told me a joke. He says, he says, uh, do you, you know how to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Eh. Right? Because we make all kinds of plans and most of it doesn't happen the way we want it to happen, right? Or a lot of it. I don't know about most of it. But so the idea of, you know, getting answers from your inner self through meditation, you just put the question to the universe and then just let go, um, which obviously that's what meditation is, letting go. It's, it's not about forcing your mind or, um, you know, trying to think of anything or trying to do anything. You're not trying, you're meditating, <laughs> So you just let go, right? You just let go. And of course, then a lot of thoughts come in and bother you. And, and that's the whole trick. You have to learn how to ignore them. And um, But so when you put the question to the universe, a lot of times the answer will come. Um, but it might not be like a voice inside your head that says, uh, I don't know. Let's pick. Let's pick an example. Should I buy? Should I buy new furniture for my studio? That's the question for the universe. First of all, that's a that's such a mundane question that you know it, something so mundane like that. You you probably don't even need to meditate on it. You probably just need to think about it. <laughs> And make a decision. Um, maybe like, you know, is this the person I should marry? Or should I take this job? Or should I move to San Diego? And those are bigger questions, right? Um, I mean, of course, you can ask the universe anything, right? There's no, you know, you can ask the universe, should I take a sip of water now or should I wait a minute? I mean, you could, right? I mean, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So when you ask the universe questions, let's let's put it this way. Should I move to San Diego? And why does San Diego come to mind? Because I was there, geez, almost 20 years ago now. But it where I wherever I was, I think it was La Jolla was one of the greatest places I've ever been. <laughs> I and I don't know why. It's just one of those places the air is so nice and I, I don't know. The atmosphere, I don't know. Anyway, let's say you want to ask the universe, should I move to San Diego? Well, 
you might meditate on that, but you might not get an answer in your meditation. Like, again, you might not hear a voice from God say, yes, move to San Diego. You know, you, you might not get that. In fact, the truth is, most almost every single time, you're not going to get that kind of answer. The answer is going to be much more subtle. And in my experience, the 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 really good answers I've gotten because I've I've meditated on things and I've never gotten a real answer or I never thought I got a real answer, which, well, maybe that is the answer. <laughs> but the answers I have got are they they end it ends up being just some sort of uh a knowing. Like I just know I just somehow know what the answer is. And I don't know why. It's not like someone told me. Again, it's not God didn't whisper in my ear. I just might wake up the next morning and say, you know what? Absolutely. I should move to San Diego. No doubt. That's it. You just know. And that sort of knowing, like with your with every fiber of your being, that knowing well, that's one way to receive the answer. That's one way to know what the answer is. Um, and again, we talked about signs from the universe on a previous show, you know, seeing signs. And maybe there is something to seeing signs in the, like, you know, coincidences in the world and everything. I get that. But definitely we have to be careful of um, almost becoming superstitious about what signs the universe is sending us. Oh, I got a piece of mail today and it's, or no, I looked on Google News and it said there was a fire in San Diego. So that's the universe telling me that I should not move to San Diego. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah, you get the idea. Um, so that's it. Meditating on questions. You can meditate on situations. Maybe it's a family situation you don't know how to handle. You can meditate on that. You know, ask the universe. Universe. How should I handle this? You know, show me the way, please. And just meditate on it. You know, different circumstances, different situations. Maybe it's a situation at work you don't know how to handle. Well, please show me the answer. And then, but then you can't freak out if you don't get a specific, you know, uh, quantifiable answer. Right, because, well, it's an experience we all have to go through. Right, you have to meditate on things and become sensitive enough to know the answer. Without without God, you know, picking up a bullhorn and and screaming in your ear, the answer because that that's not going to happen. Right. All right, let's take a quick break and um, we'll come back with you know who. Mystic Maria here on The Mystic Show. Welcome back to the Mystic Show. Yep, on the Fractal Stream. Have you tuned into the Fractal Stream? At, uh, you know, during the day here and there. Um, pretty cool station. It's on TuneIn Radio and uh, it's on Stitcher as well. Um, yeah, but that's where we broadcast and we actually replay the Mystic Show. And uh, so, 
If you want all kinds of information, go to our website, themysticshow.net. This is the show all about spirituality, self-help, mindfulness, personal growth. And we are very lucky and blessed and fortunate to have a great guest on the phone, our very own Mystic Maria. She's a certified Dale Carnegie instructor. She's a member of Pause Your Life, and she is the eternal student and teacher and helper and giver and lover, and wow, we love it. Mystic Maria, welcome to the Mystic Show. Well, thank you, Chris. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. That was a pretty good intro, introduction of you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm always, every time you do that, I'm always thinking, who is he talking about? <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, so uh, it's great. Uh, last week was obviously Thanksgiving week, so we didn't we didn't do the live show, but um, it's great to have you back. And you know, I, I I just have a feeling that you have a few thoughts and comments on what I was just talking about about rece- about meditating on questions and receiving answers from the universe. Oh my gosh, Chris. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, like I told you, this is, I think it's my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like you said earlier in the show, um, every single one of us has examples where um, exactly what we're thinking about comes our way. But not only that, but like you said, the item that you can't talk about, mm. um, when when you think about something and then you can see the universe opening up for you and different people coming your way and you know you don't have it yet but you know you're being thrusted toward you know your desired um, yeah the right situation yeah. the the right because that's exactly what's happening in my case there's something that's going on and i it's just I have a feeling deep inside something's not right, something's not right, and but I don't know what to do or how to change it. And someone yesterday just came walking into my life, and and now I have to explore certain things. I have to go visit them at their place, and it, it could change everything. Yep. So that happens to everyone every second of the day, <laughs> but most people are not even aware of it, right? And why are you not aware of it? Because there's so much going on, right? There is your family, your kids. How do I get them to school is like, you know, uh, thing number one that you think about every morning versus what is going to come my way today, right? right? And part of what happens is we totally miss that we're on a journey. There's definitely a direction. And... Part of that journey is, it's like we're almost in a store where you can have anything you want and anything could come your way. And it could be all good things and it could be bad things, but you get to choose. And for so many people, there's bad things and they don't realize that that's what they chose, right? But, but Chris, I remember when I was in that place. I remember when, even when I was reading The Secret, right? I was like, what am I supposed to be wanting? And what am I supposed to be thinking about? And, you know, especially during a time when you don't know your purpose, you haven't answered the question of why am I on this planet? What am I supposed to be doing? And for me, for me, it became much clearer as to what is supposed to happen to me every single day when I realized my passion and my purpose. And if, if, if there are people on the phone that are saying it, how do you find that out? Um, <laughs> there is a lot of resources out there. <laughs> um, right. One of the resources that you can use is, um, uh, I don't know if, if you have heard of Janet Atwood, and she has written The Passion Test. 
and um, Janet Atwood actually gives you a step-by-step guide in order to find your purpose, in order to find your passion. If you are passionate about something, it basically means that you're here to do it. We are not here to do things we hate. So, you know, if you're in a job where you hate it, that means you're not supposed to be doing it. <laughs> you're supposed to be doing something that you are thrilled about. Um, and, and by the way, I'm going to say something else about that. If you're doing something that you really don't like, um, I'm not saying quit your job. <laughs> right. Because there might be something else you're doing there. Um, but you need to know your purpose in order to understand where you are in the journey of your life. So the second question to ask, maybe it's not about what I do, you know, as a profession, but am I here to learn from the people around me or are they here to learn from me? And the minute that, if you hate your job, the minute that you focus on your surroundings and what are you learning and what are you teaching, um, then even if you're doing something you're not crazy about, you start finding yourself as a piece of the puzzle. And then you start truly enjoying doing what you're doing and being right there. Right. Yeah, it so seems to... Have you had that happen to you where, you know, you're doing something, you're not crazy about it, but all of a sudden you understand your role in it and you become thrilled about it. Right. And that, it, it's brought to mind a concept. It's almost like being more present in the moment and just aware of like, almost like seeing yourself from up above, just not being in it and stuck in it, but being you're still in it, but you're you're not stuck in it anymore. And and like you like you were saying uh, initially about you know um, people coming into our lives and things happening in our lives. I think that's also an awareness too, because like you said, it's happening all the time, every day. Our people are coming into our lives and things are happening that are trying to show us the way, but maybe we're just not present enough or aware enough to 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 see it. Is it, does that happen? Yes, absolutely. That happens a lot, right? Um, and, and it becomes really weird when you're the person who knows. <laughs> because you're watching everybody else and you're like, oh my gosh. And, you know, people start coming to you with their problems. And it becomes so, you know, so clear to you as to why all this stuff is happening and why this person should be even happy that it's happening. Right. But, um, but anyway, Chris, do you want me to go through some of the questions of the passion test? Oh, that would be great. So I, I actually, actually I found this on, um, uh, the Oprah website. So, you know, there is a lot, a lot of tests up there as they relate you know, you could search on Janet Atwood, and she has a wonderful program herself. Um, or if you go on the Oprah um, website and you put in passion test, all this stuff is going to come up anyway. But basically what she says is to just ask yourself a few questions. And she says, go back to when you were a kid and fill in the blank. When I was a kid, I dreamed of... Right. When I was a kid, I dreamed of blank. Right. So if you go back to when you were a kid, you know, um, lots of people thought, oh, I'm going to be an astronaut or I'm going to be, <laughs> you know, a beauty queen or whatever, you know, was in your mind. But within that, um, you know, is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And you know what's interesting too, Maria, is when you're when you're eight years old, that you have one answer. But maybe when you're thirteen years old, you have a different answer. Maybe when you're seventeen, you have a different. I guess you can you can think about all the different ages, right? Yes, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Uh, but but Chris, did you find that you're even though it's a different answer, it's related? Yeah, well, I haven't gone through the... T- I, I'm going to do this. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I, I, 
that does that makes sense if they are related, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think most people are going to find that. Oh my gosh, I always enjoyed you know this area. So, um, but the second test, and this is just ten questions. The second is, I can't pass up a book or movie about. <laughs> you know, I can't pass up a book or movie about. And I think if you look at yourself when you go into a bookstore or a library, uh, most of the times we are drawn to one specific area. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything to do with self-help or spirituality, you know, I'm there. <laughs> oh, me too. That's what uh, me and my friend uh, Dave Prudente used to go to the bookstore and just, man, just amazing how books would just. You'd be looking at the same self-help section we looked at every week for like 20 weeks. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, bam, this book is like, you you just want to buy this book. <laughs> yep, absolutely. You know, the other thing, like I go into religion, and I'm interested in all religions. Like, you know, I have, you know... My Christian faith, but I'm interested in Buddhist. I'm interested in Muslim. I'm interested in everything, right? Mm -hmm. So you know that um, it's not only spiritual. It's like you know everything spiritual. Right. <laughs> I want to know what people are thinking, right? <laughs> um, the number three: if I played hooky from work for a week, I'd spend the time fill in the blank. So if if I played hooky from work for a whole week, what would I be doing? Right. Uh, question number four is, um, most people don't know this about me, but I really enjoy... Blank. Blank. Wow. Um, number five is I am the go-to person when my, when my friends need help with blank. Ah, um, I, I, I know, you know, some of the gentlemen on the show, um, you know, uh, especially if you're, if you love mechanics or, you know, do people come to you to tell you to fix everything? Right, right, right. <laughs> Even though you may be an attorney, right? Um, <laughs> right. So, um. I like when people come to me with, uh, chess puzzles and they say, can you solve this? <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that interesting, though, Chris? Yeah, no one's ever done that, though. <laughs> oh, God. So number six is, is if I could star in my own how-to TV show, it would be about, you know, if I could star in my own how-to TV show, it would be about. Yeah. And then number seven, if I were to make a homemade gift, it would involve... Blank. Hmm. Um, number eight is I've tried it only once or twice, but I really enjoy blank. Uh, the number nine is the closest I come to a runner's high is when I am blank. <laughs> <laughs> and number ten, if I won first prize in a talent show. It would be for blank. Nice. So basically, you know, you answer these 10 questions, and it doesn't end there with the passion test, you know. Um, uh, but at least you start thinking about, oh, my goodness, you know, this is the stuff I love to do. Within this, you know, you will find your purpose, right? Right, it makes so much sense, and you know, we all know that most people in the world are just trying to make enough money to buy dinner and and pay rent, and they're not involved with things they like. But it's interesting. Yesterday, uh, Karen Flaherty was on the show. She was mentioning that um, the newer, the kids, the younger kids these days, they're they're just sort of somehow more tuned into their passion, and they're just they're just gonna do it. They're just doing it. They're not waiting around. They're not, you know, necessarily trying to become, you know, square corporate people and fit in. And they're they're more, much more likely to just do what they love, and just do it and not even care, um, which is totally being more in touch with who you are and just doing it. Right, right. But but if you look at the way that we raise our kids now, um, it the whole society is more in tune with that, right? Um, I remember when I was growing up, 
you had to be in the street, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, you played outside. And when you played outside with, with lots of kids, you know, even kids that nobody knew, right, it was a different situation. You right. know, you were um, into, I'm going to say human mode, survival mode, like how do I play? There was competition. There was whatever you did out there, you know, were you smart enough in a hide and seek where nobody would find you? You know, you were always thinking worldly type of things, you know, how to survive in life. Right. Right. But, but now our children have a lot more visual access to things. Um, in order to play with other kids, somebody has to arrange for you a play date. Mm. And the way you play has to be nice, right? And this loving environment that we create for our children, um, it, you know, they grow up to be people more in touch with their passion, with their spirituality, and knowing that you don't have to kill yourself, right? Right. <laughs> you don't have to be working day and night and competing, and am I going to make it? Am I not going to make it, you know, every single day? It's, it's a, you know, they already understand that, you know, you could approach life a lot differently, right? Um, yeah. So, Maria, did you do the passion test? Did you take, yeah. Yeah, so, so um... Um, I eventually did after I already knew, right? <laughs> oh, right, right, exactly. <laughs> because the book came out, if, you know, a few years ago, and I remember I bought it right away, right? And I took the test, and I was like, it was a good, yeah, you know, I do know what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. You know, and, but, but for our listeners who may still not know, you know, what are my passions? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, uh, it's a freeing experience to know, right? And I was going to say that people, probably many people might be surprised at what they write on the test, right? A absolutely. Right, Cause, absolutely. because they're never, and some people, maybe they never opened up about what they really like to do. Right, right. But but for me, and and the way that my ha ha came is, um, you know, my very 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 good friend Linda, um, one year for my birthday. Um, so she is a human design practitioner, and one year for my birthday, uh, she had done a human design chart for me. And, you know, you get a lot of information there. But what I got from it, even though at the time I was teaching Bill Carnegie, I was, you know, uh, so interested in, you know, Jack Canfield and being at Tony Robbins things. And I was right in the midst of learning and teaching when she did my human design and basically said, you know, within you there's something that you have been born with that attracts people to you. And the reason that happens and the reason people listen to you is because your purpose is to teach. You know, people kind of will do what you say because, you know, that is your purpose. Well, the minute you hear that, right, Chris, like, whereas before it was like, well, should I teach, you know, I'll get up early in the morning and, you know, I have to get ready. All of a sudden it's like, yes, I want to do it, right? Any opportunity, um, you know it's your purpose, you know that's what you're supposed to be doing. Why would you drag your feet? Right? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I think clarity in that area, um, you know, we were talking about meditating, about what you should be doing, the combination of knowing what you should be doing, plus listening to the messages that are coming back to you through meditation, very powerful. Um, ultimately, you get to the point where everything... Everything in your life is so per perfectly synchronized, and there is no doubt in your mind that you are on the train and on your way, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be at all times, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and it's a thrilling, thrilling experience. Um, it still blows my mind when I go through a thousand steps to catch a bus to New York, right? 
where, you know, I drive, I don't know, I personally, I drive about seven miles, park the car, walk to the bus station, and it blows my mind when I get to the bus station, and a second later, the bus comes, <laughs> you know, not... 30 seconds before where I would have missed it. But, you know, perfect, perfect synchronicity where, you know, you get off the bus and immediately, you know, you you just see your life unfold perfectly. So that's basically, um, and and that's where I'm at right now. But I'm sure this isn't it either. I'm sure there is even more that I haven't experienced yet, right? So Yeah, well, one of them, you, you have not been to India yet, right? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, Chris, like I said, you're in my life, right? So, and you have been to India. You know, um, I, will never, I will never forget the time when um, I came to see you and you... Your message was, Maria, where's your book? Where's your book? You know, when are you going to write a book? (laughs) So there's people in your life that appear and that are very close to you that also help you in your journey as far as what are you supposed to be doing. So um, just keep your ears and eyes open and just enjoy the ride, right? You know, that's it's interesting you say that. From having you on the show every week, I just, there's times now when I'm just, in the middle of my day and this, this started happening last week actually and it in a way it kind of freaked me out because I I really maybe I was just you know leaving my studio walking out to my car to maybe go get lunch or something and I was just walking to my car and I was thinking you know what this is awesome like my life is awesome <laughs> you know exactly oh my god and I was like oh my god and then I was like I I was like, well, should I really be thinking this way? I don't want to jinx it or anything. <laughs> like, I don't want to be too happy and content. But um, but I just felt like, wow, you know. So, so, Chris, part of it is knowing it. You know what I mean? And and I think you, you hit the nail right on the head. A lot of people may be experiencing it and saying, oh, my God, you know, it's, it's not my life. It's just I had a good day. I better not think about it because I'm going to jinx it. <laughs> I think knowing about it puts you in that energy field of experiencing it every day. Why should it be just a day? Why should you only have one good day? <laughs> right, yeah. Let's, let's be aware of all of them, right, and be open to them. And, and, you know, going back, be grateful, grateful, grateful. Gratefulness Journal, please, everybody who's listening, every single day, there has to be five things you're grateful about every single day. Just write it down, jot it down. Um, even when you think, oh, no, uh, my train has derailed, <laughs> when you go back and you look at your Gratefulness Journal, you're right back on again. So... Um, very, very important. So true. So, so Chris, um, for folks, you know, we were telling everybody meditate, and, you know, there's some people that are meditating, and they're like, nope, I'm not hearing a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What am I supposed to be hearing? Um, I I think, and again, very quickly, um, just just think about um, what would I love to have from a business from a job from a career and don't think about what you don't want to have you know a lot of people are like well I don't want to have what I have now (laughs) no 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 think about what do you want to have from a business from a job from a career Um, what do you want to have from a fun time and a recreation you know what do you want to do for fun Um, what would be ideal for you from a health and fitness perspective um what should your relationship picture look like? And personally, personally, what would thrill you? And then finally, start thinking about what should your contribution to the world and legacy be, right? And I think when I meditate in those areas, and by the way, where did I get this? This is from Jack Canfield's Success Principles. Um, 
and again, he does. I don't think he tells you to meditate, mm. but <laughs> but he tells you to just write it, right? Just write down because we already know. Mm. We already know what would thrill us in each of these areas, right? Um, but when I meditate, um, sometimes I will meditate on one specific area and start thinking about, um, you know, from a contribution and legacy, what am I supposed to be remembered by? And, you know, you start with your own picture of what you think you're supposed to be contributing. You meditate on it, and then you hear the voice of what you're supposed to be doing today, right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) towards it. so uh, part of what I'm trying to do, Chris, is just give folks a structure as Very good. to how they could focus in getting the messages back, right? That's great. That's a great, those, those uh, topics are great uh, areas to think about and, and meditate on. And wow, the, the contribution slash uh, legacy part of it, what do you want your legacy to be? I mean, geez, if you start thinking about that and meditating or just thinking about that, Man, that puts your whole life in perspective pretty quick, Maria. <laughs> Absolutely. Holy cow. So this has been great. Um, uh, I wanted to, you, you know, it's funny. You mentioned what people should think about or can think about. What do you want in your life in terms of career and job and your legacy and your your fun time, your recreation time? And, it right, it's getting, it's December. It's getting close to the new year, close to the time to, to set you know, New Year's resolutions, although we don't, you know, I, I don't like that term, but, um, but Maria, you are facilitating a vision board workshop um, for the Pause Your Life group on uh, December 28th. That's a Saturday here in North Jersey, and we're going to spend five hours. Basically, you're going to take us through a little program and, and help us do the process, and then we're actually going to get out the vision boards and get some tape and scissors and start cutting up magazines and creating collages, um, right? And, and thinking about those topics you just gave is, would be a great, uh, almost like pre-work for that, for that workshop. Uh, absolutely. It, it's going to be so much fun. And it is such a thrilling experience when you put together a picture and you look at it and you say, yes, this is exactly <laughs> what is supposed to be happening for me in 2014. I am so thrilled about it, Chris. Thank you so much for that opportunity uh, to be part of it. And um, looking forward to lots of folks joining us. Right? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be great. So thank you again, Mystic Maria, certified Dale Carnegie instructor, member of Pause Your Life, and uh, and just a sponge for spiritual knowledge and goodness and, and, a, and a great teacher as well. So thank you, Mystic Maria, again for being on The Mystic Show. Thank you so much, Chris. It's my privilege. All right. right. Great. So thank you, everyone, for listening. That was, uh, see, time goes by really quickly, doesn't it? Wow. So thanks. Uh, you know, a lot of interesting topics today and, and the... the material that Maria shared. Wow, I couldn't write fast enough. I'm sitting here taking notes myself. So now it's time to enter the rest of our day. And uh, as you do, keep some of these concepts in mind and maybe set aside a little time to, to think, to meditate, to journal. You know, life's one big experiment, so experiment with yourself. Go ahead. And uh, keep a good vibration and, of course, smile. And as always, keep shining. <laughs>